Welcome to Classics with Champagne and Caviar, where we're two wacky sisters, Francesca and Coco, who discuss our love for classic films. So pop open a bottle of your best champagne and caviar and let's talk classics. And welcome back for another tantalizing episode of Classics with Champagne and Caviar with Francesca and Coco. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the 1959 classic of The Diary of Anne Frank. Directed by George Stevens. And for those of you who may not be familiar with the book or have had the opportunity to read the book, I recommend, I highly recommend you watching this version because I feel that it is the most accurate version. And also, Mr. Otto Frank, he mm-hmm. worked very closely Correct. Uh, with George Stevens on this project. Right. And also, during the filming, they were actually able to film some of the scenes in the actual Anne Frank house in Amsterdam, in the annex that they were hiding in. Yes, that's quite correct, um, Francesca. And I do believe, I know you travel maybe three or four times a year to mm-hmm. Europe, so I've, I'm if I'm correct, haven't you been to Amsterdam? I have been to Amsterdam, that is correct. Now, I was unable to get to the Anne Frank Museum, but okay. um, the line, unfortunately, is a little too long at the time, and I was not alone, so I could not stay. But it is such a wonderful place to go visit and see. So for all of you out there listening, please take time. If you ever should get to go to Amsterdam, go visit the Anne Frank House in Amsterdam. It's something very worthwhile seeing to be able to witness something that happened in history and be a part of that and just soak all of that information and history and that experience and I think that it, it it does the body good yes absolutely so the next time you go I hope that I'm invited to that trip <laughs> well we shall see we shall see yes but this lovely adaptation of the book which came out uh, in 1952 the book the diary of Anne Frank and so as you were saying Coco that Otto Frank did help director George Stevens on the sidelines and give him you know his input because he was the sole survivor of all the people that were living in the annex and so when this came out out, it really gave you a sense of visualization of the the cherished novel that Anne Frank did write, the her diary. Yes, it, it does. I mean, it is a very very heart wrenching story, but nonetheless, the adaptation that Mr. Stevens did is still very moving, and it's 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 very lovely. Very lovely, I, and it's one of my absolute favorites because I have seen other versions of it mm-hmm. but this one is the one that always hits home with me correct I know for me personally when I first originally saw this film many many years ago we won't say how many <laughs> but when I originally saw this film it inspired me and I saw this film even before I read Anne Frank's diary which oh, I really? have read I, I wasn't aware of that mm-hmm. before I um, read the the diary which I have many times I was able to see 
this first and it has inspired me to write my own diary of my own life over through the many years I've been on earth we won't tell how many but so I have wow. several so that's why you have so many diaries correct that I keep very hidden away <laughs> <laughs> but this book or this book and movie have been a great inspiration to millions of people across the world yes like I said and it has been for me um, as well correct and it stars a newcomer Millie Perkins oh who I thought was absolutely phenomenal mm -hmm. she does a great and Frank I thought she was absolutely great she does a stellar performance you know there's so many people who've done historical movies based on real people and it's absolutely. very few actors that embody that person in such a beautiful way that they transpose themselves into that character when you think of and Frank, you see Millie Perkins, and I think she did an outstanding job. She did, and if I'm not mistaken, that was like her first role. Correct. Um, and, and she wasn't even really aware of Anne Frank. She had never read the book mm -hmm, or she, knew anything about it. Mm -hmm, correct, because I said the, the diary of the original manuscript was published in 1952, and this movie was out in 1959 so that's a very short time period yes, so a short. lot of people had not read the the diary of Anne Frank the original uh, manuscript so it was new to a lot of people so like I said mm -hmm. this version or adaptation does a really good job of giving you a visualization of that time period it does and I thought she was she was great as the ingenue she you was know, she, she was. was fabulous as well as um, Shelly Winters. Always love Shelly Winters. Another, she also. A very seasoned actress. And she did win the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, she did. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that she donated her Oscar. Correct. To the Anne Frank House. That is very correct. Um, so if you go to the museum and you go into the annex, you will see Shelly Winters' Oscar. Oh, wow. Also displayed. She donated it after she won. Wow. How beautiful. Because she is Jewish. Correct. And a lot of people, people don't, don't know, know that. that. <laughs> a lot of people don't. I did not know that until I did a little research myself. I did know And that. I found that out. Yes. Um, but the whole ensemble cast is so amazing. It includes several other actors such as Diane Baker, yes. Richard Beamer, and the wonderful Joseph Schildkraut. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at him and you watch him in this film, there's absolutely no distinction between him and Otto Frank. It's like they're one and the same. Correct. Not only does he physically Embody. resemble uh, Otto Frank, he does a very good interpretation of taking such a very precious and private moment and making it universal to all of those who are yes, watching it. He does. And it brings tears to your eyes, really, when you watch this film. It does. I mean, we watched this film over and over. I've seen it so and, many and times, <laughs> I can't count. And over again. <laughs> Correct. Um, and you're brought to the film in the very beginning because Otto, the real Otto Frank, who's played by Joseph Schildkraut, um, comes back to, after unfortunately surviving the concentration camps he comes back to search for his daughter's diary and he comes back to the annex that's where the beginning of the film starts Such and a moving scene. right and we meet the other characters two of the people that helped them during this process
process, and that is Meep and Mr. Crawler. But yes. as we find out, if you've read the book, the characters in the movie are given pseudonyms, yes, or they in are. her diary, they're given pseudonyms, but those are not their real names. But you can do more research on your own for those who are listening. Yes, and we also know that the people that actually did help hide them, it was just more than what the movie said. It was more than me, but Mr. Crowler. Correct. It was, it was more people than that. Correct, it was. And so you started off in this film where Joseph Schulkraut, who's playing out of Frank, comes back to look for her diary, and he's welcomed by Mr. Crowler and Meep, and she shows him that she's managed to save the diary, and he begins to read it, and so there we are transposed back in time so you go into retrospect, right? Correct. And you go back in time to the beginning of when they first initially went into hiding the Anne Frank family, which included Anne Frank, her sister, her mother and her father, yes. and four other individuals. And that was the Van Dams and their son, mm-hmm. and then Peter? Mr. Dussel. Yes. That Mr. was Dussel. played by Ed Wynn, who does an outstanding job he himself. Does an absolutely fantastic job because for those that are familiar Ed Wynn was more of a comedic type of actor um, so it was great to see him in a, in a juxtaposition mm-hmm. as a in a dramatic type of, of and role. he was nominated for an Academy Award in that role unfortunately he lost oh, he lost mm, unfortunately because when the diary of Anne Frank came out, it came out in a year when, as all of you who know classic films, another huge classic film came out in 1959, and it stole all of the Oscars that year. It was nominated for guess. 12. Tell me it is by the great William Wyler. That is correct. Starring Charlton Heston and your other favorite 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 film Ben-Hur. That is correct. Ben-Hur was nominated for 12 Oscars that year of 1960 and it swept the Oscars away at that that year so it was heavy competition i can't say i would want to be a judge at the oscars who comes I up with the winners wouldn't. i would want to have multiple you know right. best actor, i would say they're all winners yes um but yes um he did not win in that category but the that movie still itself is is timeless. Yes, it's the Die of Anne Frank. So as we go back in time in the film, we see from the beginning, you know, the nature of what it's like to be in hiding. And I think that's what such a beautiful job that George Stevens does is even though we all know the history of what happened and the ending, you still get lost and forget all of that and you just want to concentrate on the beauty of this family and the people with them. And, and their journey through this difficult time. Right, and just and getting history. along and sharing their moments of and, joy. In such a limited space. Exactly, and just going through the mind of a 13-year-old, because if I'm not mistaken, she was 12 or 13 at the time that this was happening. So it was I, just... I couldn't even imagine living like that, not even now. Exactly. With so many more amenities than what they had years ago. Exactly. You have this very small annex where you can be have to be quiet for such a long period of time, can't move, can't breathe, can't walk, can't get fresh air, sunlight, all of these things. But you Yet, despite all of that, you're able to just witness the growth and the 
beauty of the mind of a young 13-year-old girl. Through such pain and tragedy. But see her it's in remarkable. such a positive way, though. Yes, she it's, it's absolutely remarkable. She experiences everything in such a beautiful way, and it takes you back to your own childlike state of what were you doing or what were you thinking about at 13 and how she's able to take all of this in and forget all the negativity and still have a relatively positive normal, outlook on exactly. life. It's just so beautiful. With such a terrible experience going on in the world because let's not forget that a lot of her friends were affected deeply. Oh, of course, of course. Unfortunately, um, historically, as we all know, a six million, over six million Jews were taken to concentration camps. So to have that in your mind, but still try to have some normalcy in your life, that's so hard. That's so, so hard. So difficult. Difficult. And to be able to be a parent, and I think And it's, watch your child. Mm-hmm, and to keep them that. positive and to keep their childhood so normal is very you difficult. you know at any minute you could be discovered and that exactly. your life would change. Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of the direction that George Stevens gives us yes. to really be able to put ourselves in that annex and feel what they were feeling, experience those they were thoughts. experiencing, yes. Exactly. To imagine yourself in their position, how would you feel? Exactly. And Anne Frank, um, played by Millie Perkins, they do a great job of getting you to experience her thoughts and he gives you a great job George Stevens does a great job of telling the story of the diary but in a good way where you don't lose the authenticity of the diary Correct. but still give it a nice visualization and really see it for what it is well if I'm not mistaken a George Stevens son said that they worked very closely and mm-hmm. he visited with Otto Frank frequently. Correct. Correct. You know, to make sure that, you know, Otto Frank agreed with the direction that the mm-hmm. script was going in mm-hmm. and how they were proceeding with it. Correct. And I think that's another thing that really distinguished that version from other versions because although they're great, it's not the same thing as having the person's whose story that you're telling there with you to Correct. guide you. Correct. As you Correct. You know, proceed. And Otto Frank was able to really, because he lived it, be able to give what he knew he experienced to George Stevens and tell him this would look right or this shadowing would look right or this is what I felt at that time. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it it really supports the story really well. It does. And one of the pivotal scenes in the film for me Mm -hmm. is when they are... Right before they they um, almost get found out that they're in the annex. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the film. Yes, and mm-hmm. they're celebrating Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And for the audience out there, Francesca, mm-hmm. I know I'm putting you on the spot. But, you know, if you could just sing one little line, just one line. I didn't say the whole song. I just said one line. It's a very old traditional Hanukkah song, and I think it goes something like, Oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, the sweet celebration. Around the feast we gather in complete jubilation. But we'll yeah. just say that for a little bit. <laughs> See, for the audience out there, my sister sings that quite frequently. You know, I know she doesn't like to. She doesn't want me to admit that, but she does. Oh, stop. And she does know the entire song. She's just being really shy. <laughs> I don't know why. But 
but she sings it quite often. So I just wanted to share just a little bit of that with you guys. I thought it would be a treat. But when they sing this song, you really get the sense that they've come together and despite, because I think during that scene of the movie, a thief comes into the annex. Exactly. And they almost get found out by two German officers mm -hmm. as well. And through all of that... And you're sitting there... On edge. On edge, hoping that they don't. Right, exactly. And you... Although they don't get captured and they come back together in the annex and in celebration, they sing this song together, you know, having a joyful time. So the movie does a really good job of showing through in the midst of all of these pivotal ups and downs, it, it really a roller coaster does. of emotion, they still manage to have a very merry time or to be able to celebrate, to have their Hanukkah celebration, mm -hmm. to have the celebration of lights, the festival of lights for Hanukkah and come together as a family and friends and really still honor their traditions in the midst of the tragedy mm -hmm. even in the midst of all of that and that's what's so beautiful about it, it's, it it's just it's beautiful it's breathtaking to see that mm -hmm. very much so very much so and as we go through the film and you you know the ending because of you know we know historically that they do get caught and they yes. are sent off to concentration, concentration camps, camps and and are murdered unfortunately correct in and such the only ways. and the only survivor is Otto Frank. Every time you watch this, you want to still hope for the best, and that is what you call marvelous filmmaking. Correct because. We all know the ending like you just stated, mm -hmm. but at the same time, every single time you're watching, you hope for a different outcome. You do. I watch it every time and I'm like, I hope they don't get caught. I hope they manage to survive. And although I know in the back of my mind that's not what happens, I just, the film leads you to a place of you feel like, okay, maybe this won't happen. Maybe they won't get caught. Maybe something different will happen. Right. Maybe, maybe they the alternate. The right. <laughs> alternate ending correct and it's, it's just so beautifully done so beautifully done so I'm so pleased to say that this is a well done classic film it is. and it's very hard I'm sure any director producer will tell you to take something so something so historical and make it into film and keep the authenticity of it the accuracy of it and yet give you that visualization that you need for the film to understand it on camera and make it look beautiful and make it real and make it raw but yet make it gentle and it's soft. It's just compelling storytelling at best. Correct. Now it did win the Oscar for best cinematography the, yeah, I was in black say, and white. The cinematography is, mm -hmm. is exquisite. And it's beautiful to look at. It also won best art direction and oh, as okay. we previously stated mm -hmm. it won for best supporting actress by Shelley Winters. Winters. Yes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately it came out during a year when Ben-Hur won most of the Oscars that year, 1960. And that's the unfortunate thing about the Oscars because... I would say all of them win every year. I, I, I would 
say that too because there's it's really hard to judge because there's so all of these classics so they're films so that good out that are just so, so compelling. good how do you choose so good so but with this movie 1959's the diary of Anne Frank we really hope that you go out and watch it whether you've read the book the manuscript the original manuscript or not this is definitely something you need to go watch it's something that you cannot erase once you've seen it absolutely and Francesca and Coco we give it two thumbs up two thumbs up so we're just gonna wrap up this week's episode of classics with champagne with Francesca and Coco until next time until next time Bye-bye.